Hello and welcome to Tech Weekly, a podcast by CityAM designed to bring you up to date with the latest in the world of tech, crypto, fintech and beyond. I'm Nassim Silva here with CityAM reporter Charlie Conchi. In this episode, Charlie will be going through crypto's tentative steps to recovery, Klarna's lowered valuation and what this means for the private markets, and all of the important funding news. A busy week across tech and fintech this week. So London Fintech Thought Machine raised $160 million of fresh funding, as it said, it's gearing up for a big international expansion. The round was led by Singapore investment giant Temasek, was backing from some really big institutional names, Morgan Stanley, Lloyds Banking Group, JP Morgan, and it doubled Thought Machine's valuation to $2.7 billion. Meanwhile, on the same day, Modular, another London fintech firm, is said it's poised for a pan-European expansion after closing an £83 million funding round. That was led by global growth equity firm General Atlantic. Modular is an embedded payments firm for digital businesses and said it's now earmarked those funds to really double down on a sort of product and geographical expansion across Europe. It's not all looking rosy for tech investors, though. Tiger Global slashed its bets on big tech firms in the first quarter of the year. It's been hit by what we discussed last week was a real right in global tech stocks. Um, so that New York-based hedge fund's public stock positions fell from $46 billion at the end of last year to just over $26 billion at the end of the first quarter of this year, according to its regulatory filings. And we're now seeing some of that turbulence spread onto the private markets as well. So buy now, pay later giant Klarna is looking to raise fresh funding at less than a third of its most recent valuation um, as that kind of right hits private firms. The Swedish headquartered firm, which has around 23 million monthly users, would be worth about 30 billion under the new fundraise, which is nearly a third less than the 46 billion it was valued at last year when it raised the funding round. And Bitcoin is staging a slight recovery this week as it heads back above the $30,000 mark. We uh, we spoke with Marcus Satiriu, analyst at the UK-based digital asset broker Global Block, who said the market would be stabilising over the next few months. I think a lot of sell pressure has meant that a lot of repercussions from raising interest rates has been priced in. I think that markets will eventually recover when inflation starts to inflect downwards. So we have to look at when we think inflation will start to inflect downwards so that we can start to experience some upside again. And I think that it's realistic to think that inflation will start trending down within the next three months, conservatively, you know, within the next six months. I think a lot of the uh, sell pressure has actually been, it's, it's actually priced in the potential recession we may go into. So I think that, yeah, yes, we, we, we actually can see upside in the, in the coming three to six months. That was Marcus Satiriu from Global Block. So Charlie, coming back to Klarna's load valuation, we also discussed the falling value of public tech stocks last week. Do you think that this is spreading onto the private markets? So there's a sort of interesting distinction to make between the venture capital space at the moment, I think between late stage venture capital and early stage venture capital. So as we've seen with um, firms like SoftBank, they've already written down some of their uh, private market investments, and they've said that they will be slowing their private investments as well, um, as they expect sort of fallen valuations to lag slightly and hit later in the year. But interestingly, I've been speaking with quite a few early stage venture capital firms in London this week, and there is a feeling that, you know, they're a lot more insulated from some of the volatility we see on the public market. So 
typically investors in those early stage firms aren't looking at a sort of exit in the next few years. And therefore, the, the volatility doesn't quite have the same looming impact on them. They don't see an IPO anytime soon. Therefore, they're still fairly positive. And I think, you know, having spoken to a few of them this week, they seem like they are very much planning to deploy deploy capital as they have been and and sort of pump cash into the capitals tech firms as as per usual, which is a sort of encouraging sign, I think, to hear amid what has been rather doom and gloom news in tech this last couple of weeks. Mm. Mm. So has early stage VC investment stayed strong? Yes, since I think the start of in the, year? the the first quarter, the sort of valuations and deal value of going into early stage VC rounds has stayed, you know, pretty buoyant on what was a really record-breaking 2021 as well. There was a, a lot of sort of capital flying around, so much sort of dry powder, as they say, that was stored up over the pandemic that was kind of flowing into tech firms. And there was a feeling that it would dip this year. But some data from investment analysis firm PitchBook this week found that VC rounds had remained buoyant. Angel seed and early stage valuations in the UK and Ireland actually trended above 2021. Um, the median valuation was 7.8 million euros in the uh, the first three months of the year, which was yeah higher than 2021 levels. So I think those encouraging funding levels do come with a bit of a caveat that there will be a lag effect in the private markets. Those rising interest rates will mean that that. Fresh funding is sort of harder to come by, really. So we are expecting a slowdown from what has been a really positive start in even um, early stage venture capital, which has been insulated so far, as we said, will see a tapering off and times will, I think, become slightly harder. That's all we have for today. Thank you for listening. We hope you've enjoyed and we'll see you next week.